Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first chapter of Season 2 of Werewolf the Apocalypse, Shadows of the Mountain. My name is Jack. I am your storyteller for this evening, and I am joined today by Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Alexandra Kaur, Metas Philodox Black Fury, coming from a CCTV camera. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Aiden Taylor, uh, a, a Hamid Philodox child of Gaia. And Holly. Hey, I'm Holly. I'm playing Dakota and uh, Lupus Galliard Uctena. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Ingvar Freya Ulstotter, the uh, Hamid uh, Get of Fenris Arun. And for the first time on any of our streams, Athena. Hi, I'm Athena, and I'm playing Moriko, uh, Lupus, the Urge of the Shadow Lords. And Sinstaku? I'm Sinstaku, and I'm playing Granya O'Connor, a uh, Hamid, Glasswalker, Ragabash. And Craig. Hi, uh, I'll be playing Sal Moraro, a Hamid, Glasswalker, Ragabash. And wanted to send out a special thank you to the Onyx Path, who provided us uh, collaboration materials for this chronicle. Uh, you can actually get access to their upcoming Apocalyptic Record book pre-order at apocalyptic-record.beckerkit.com forward slash hosted underscore pre-orders. I will put that link in the chat for anybody who doesn't have the typing speed to transcribe what just came out of my mouth. Uh, but It'll thank you all the for- break page. Yes, we will have that on the break page whenever we take a break. If I remember to take a break. I'm sure I'll remember to take a break. It's fine. I guess I should put it running at the bottom of the screen then. Okay, (laughs) we can do that. Uh, But thank you all for uh, coming back to this uh, second season for Werewolf the Apocalypse. I'm super excited to run this story. And we are going to be starting with Chapter 1, Six Crooked Highways. One week ago. Aiden Storms Don Taylor secretly left Las Vegas after leading his new pack, the Wings of the Mojave, to victory over a weaver spirit known as the Regional Administrator. The triumph was greeted with approbation by the Mojave Green Sept in Las Vegas, which Taylor was not present for, having placed his pack in the hands of his second, Silver Keys Ambrose. He would tie up some personal loose ends in the Denver area and then maybe return to Nevada, depending. Two days ago, Ambrose informed Spider-Friar Moraro, the wing's ragabash, that Aiden had left to handle some issues in Colorado, letting the Glasswalker decide if he would stay in Las Vegas or follow his alpha to provide some sort of backup. Spider-Friar naturally jumped at the chance to annoy, assist Aiden, and lit out for Denver. Of course, he was delayed, first by a speed trap outside the city that cost him several hours, and then by car trouble that necessitated an overnight stay in Green River, Utah. 
but he's somewhere on the road between. Now, in Las Vegas and elsewhere, Iron Blood, Rope Cutter, Boxcars, Spider Fryer, Storm's Dawn. You sleep and you dream. A dense pine forest hems you in, and the ground under your paws is steeply sloped and rocky. You can hear the rumble of thunder above your head, smell the shallow soil and blanket of fallen needles where your claws dig into the terrain as you carefully pick your way across the side of this mountain. The region feels remote, isolated, wild. You are alone in a wilderness, and the breeze that skims through your fur carries an energy and humidity that promises an oncoming storm. I would like all five of you to roll Perception and Alertness Difficulty 7. Uh, you you did say me. Is it also yes. me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Everybody except Morco and Grania. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did we change to beast form in this version, or you are in your uh, lupus form? Okay. So yeah, make sure that on your character sheet you have that selected because that does affect. Um... And what pool is it again? Does that include the minus two difficulty on perception checks that beast form provides? No. Mm-mm. Any nope. difficulty seven? I'm difficulty sorry. seven. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Two. Two successes? Okay. Uh, yes, although I have wounds still. Yeah, those should be healed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. It wounds. was perception and alertness. Thanks. At seven. And I'm also in Krinos, which was probably not correct. So one success for Dakota, two successes for Sal, two successes for Aiden. All right. So those of you that got successes, time seems to slow. A bolt of lightning swarms down out of the threatening sky, striking towards a massive tree only a few yards away. But another bolt erupts upward out of the soil to meet it, scattering dirt, rock, and needles in all directions. The clap of thunder as they both meet nearly ruptures your ears. Hmm? Those of you who fail simply hear a stunning blast of thunder that comes out of nowhere, and all of you feel your footing give way as the mountainside sloughs away under the impact. Stone and trees make a waterfall of debris that carry you along with it, struggling wildly to avoid being pierced, crushed, or buried in the avalanche. You are lashed by sudden torrents of rain and hail as the storm above brutalizes everything you can see. As you try to survive, a movement catches your eye. And for this, time slows for all of you. Standing on a craggy outcrop of stone, in the only place of safety you can currently see is a single wolf, gray of fur, with a few black patches around its head. There's another flash of lightning, but instead of thunder, it leaves in its wake the sound of corvid calls, like a thousand dustbringers, all screaming war cries at once, and in the storm-tossed mist behind this single solitary wolf is a vast shadow of wings. You all wake. Iron blood. There's a soft thudding sound that hits your ears immediately as someone is pounding on your door. One moment, Ingvar will stand up and go over to the door. As you open it, Hakau and Silverkeys are both standing there, fully dressed. Mm-hmm. Hakau speaks first. Menegwo spoke to me tonight as I meditated. Mm-hmm. The nation is seeing dangers rise and we are needed. 
some things are lurking out of sight, he says, and the wings are being sent, I suppose. Silver Cheese and I are told to go to Russia. He says the rest of you need to follow Aiden. Good luck on your journeys then, brother. And sister. Silver Keys nods. My father sent me an email. Trouble at their sept outside Novosversk. I'm needed for something, and with Hikau's vision message. I do not like this, but I do not see what else we can do. So we must wake the others. It is apparently urgent. I'll handle getting the others on the way to wherever Stormstone is. Do we... I forget out of character if I Mm -hmm. know where he went. You do not. Mm -hmm. Do we know where to find Aiden? Silverkeys kind of sighs a little bit. He has gone to Denver to follow up on something personal, he said. I talked to Juniper when my father emailed me and said that we had to depart. She said that she can... Talk with some of the other packs here and see if she can get you a moon bridge. Very well. I will wake the others then and gather them to Juniper to see if there's been any results of that. Now. You need to be on your way. uh, We have some prepared. Well, I have some prepared. Hikau is always ready to go. But we will speak before we leave. Yes. All right. I will gather the others. Now in Denver. Southwest of the Colorado Rockies ballpark in Denver is a bar. It's located in a basement space in a near quadrangle of multi-story buildings. Bar is called Howl at the Moon, which is a smoky hole that somehow manages to continue existing as an increasingly derelict live music joint in the heart of the sports district. Aiden, unaware that his name has been changed to Storms Don Taylor in the heart of a city over 700 miles away, starts awake from a dream about thunder and avalanches from the booth where you were drowsing. Okay. You've been in Denver for at least four days, having received the chilliest of cool greetings upon your arrival before... Eventually poking around a little bit, trying to figure out what's going on, and then this evening finding your way here to one of your oldest haunts in the area, hunting down memories. Mm-hmm. The wee hours quiet has washed over the bar, which is barely doing enough repeat business from the few patrons that are currently here to justify keeping the doors open. Speaking of doors, however, they open at the main entrance end and two figures enter the establishment. What does Moriko look like as she walks into a bar? Hmm. All right. So Moriko has the appearance of about a 20-year-old Japanese-American woman standing around five foot tall with black hair that's been cut in a very long, shaggy bob that is a particular style that someone with a sense of hairstyles would recognize. It's a wolf cut, because of course it is. She's got two moles, one on the right side of her face, her cheekbone, the other below on her left lip near her jawline. And one of the things that you kind of get a sense from this person is that she is unremarkable. 
very NPC energy. The only thing that kind of catches your eye, if you're a human, you probably don't know why she kind of weirds you out. If you're a guru, you probably notice that she just holds herself a little too still. Even when she's walking, she's not moving her head. She's not looking from side to side. She's not even scanning her surroundings. She seems utterly still even in movement. When she stops, she stops fully. There's no fidgets. There's no hand movements. There's no little shoulder movements at all. And Grania. How does Grania enter a bar? Uh, well, when you see Grania enter the bar, for some reason, um, Hailstorm begins playing on whatever jukebox <laughs> is, in the, is in the bar at the time, just to accent the entrance. Um, she's wearing uh, sort of a, a leather biker vest come crop top combo. Uh, that does nothing to disguise the extensive dragon tattoo going down her left arm uh, in purple and black and uh, some red highlights, um, nor the uh, pair of white wings tattooed on her back, nor what seems to be a tally mark tattoo on her right bicep. Um red uh sort of orange ginger red hair uh in the same cut that i have which is an undercut flopped over to one side uh shaved tight on the other um green eyes very heavy like stark black eyeliner with a single black line down the middle of her lips to contrast her otherwise fairly pale complexion um jeans combat boots looking like someone who's just ready to fight um pretty much all the time for any reason uh but with a with a bounce to her step that shows that not only is she ready to fight she's going to enjoy it you're muted yeah only took about five minutes so aiden that's what you see walk through the door okay so Doing oh. the doing the 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 instinctive looking around to the humans in the bar, are they reacting to these people like normal people, or are they reacting the way that humans tend to react when grew walk walk close to them? So normally, you would expect normal humans to react in a certain way when a guru walks by there's right. that natural i sense something scary nearby even though i can't put my finger on it there are about five other people in this bar and it's about guru. 3 a.m and they're you know heavily drunk in a music bar where it's only sports bars around so they're that sort of person but even they get, yeah, you get the sense of, yeah, no, these are, this is, this is not the normal late night clientele that just breezes in here. These are not regulars by any stretch right. of the imagination. All right. Well, Aiden straightens up, finishes off the glass of whatever's in front of him, mm -hmm. and just sort of leans back a little bit. Um, in 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 his seat, he is uh, he he has his uh his down 
shortened at mm-hmm. his side, not immediately visible. Mm-hmm. Um, and just fixes his eyes on them almost expectantly, like not, there's not like a challenging look in it or anything like that. He just watches them and waits. Okay. They're going to come his way and he's going to, and that'll be something to deal with. Or they won't. And they're here for some other reason. Okay. So, Moriko, as you come in, there are six people here. It is very easy to pick out who you're here for. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, Moriko pretty much zones the immediate to Aiden. Almost enough that if you were just even glancing over at them, it would look almost like a wolf suddenly going, yes, there he is. It's obvious. Yep. Um, she definitely looks like she recognizes who he is. Not just that she was looking for any guru. She knows who Aiden is specifically. So, in terms of how to, I, what is the role you will have to remind me? What is the role, and is if it's potentially relevant here? To 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 look for signs of pure breed. Uh, that would be a perception <laughs> and either primal urge or etiquette. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I should stress, Mordico looks so so average. This right. is somebody who who your eyes don't even want to remember her at all. Got it. She's Isn't wearing it... like she's wearing like a black shirt and broken in jeans. This is not somebody who you almost don't even want to look at her. You're just kind of like, oh no. no. Isn't it significantly easier to sense the more prime, the more pure breed there is? Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, yeah, just standard difficulty on this one uh, for Aiden, Which though. Which is seven? Six. Six. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That was Three successes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, with three successes, for... you can definitely tell that Muriko, the, the Japanese-American-looking one coming in the door, no pure breed okay. whatsoever. Does Grania have any uh, dots of pure breed? <laughs> right. No. Uh, Glasswalkers <laughs> don't have pure breed no, not ever. Generally, so no. yeah. So yeah. You're looking yeah. and uh, <laughs> okay, and yeah. you're like, I mean, yeah, werewolves, but you should not you should particularly know. iconic ones. Yep. Yeah, and you should know. Mordico doesn't look him at his face and his eyes. She's looking somewhere around his chest. She's yep. not making eye contact. Okay. But, um, but Mordico is walking towards yeah. Aiden. Towards Aiden, right yeah. Now. So, yeah. so Mordico is walking towards Aiden, and as she's doing so, she kind of tips her head just a little bit towards Grania, just to speak to her. Very low voice, hard to catch, even especially in a bar. That's him. That's Aiden Taylor. Cool. I'm gonna get a drink because he looks like he needs one, and I'm gonna head to the bar. <laughs> okay. Aiden just sort of. I have a. I have to imagine. There's a bottle there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. She's getting him another there bottle. There's absolutely a bottle there. Aiden yeah, just no. sort of... There's a bottle and two empty shot glasses. Yeah. Aiden yeah. just sort of scoots to the side to make room and just sort of gestures in a take-a-seat way. Okay. And this, this is where I'd like to roll for, for her introduction. Okay. <laughs> for how, how well she does this, how well she pulls this off. 
Um, so you're just trying to make a good impression, basically, kind of thing? Yeah, for how she would... Uh, she knows what she's supposed to do, but if she's nervous, and she is, um, if she might mess up. So I want to see okay. if she would actually Charisma mess up. and etiquette. Do you have any dots in etiquette? Mm-hmm. I believe I have... Yes, two. Okay. Charisma and etiquette, difficulty six, then. Mm-hmm. All right, and then let's... Oh, dang. All right, she's six. Three successes. <laughs> she's gonna nail it. All right. Mordica approaches Aiden in a way that is so clear from her body language that she's being as respectful as possible. She's keeping her head down. She's not making eye contact. She's looking very sort of politely somewhere around his chin, vaguely area. As soon as she gets up to the table, she does the thing that has the sense of a super learned behavior of a bow that is exactly at 90 degrees, where she, you know, holds it for a moment, rises, and says, you know, um, And then, I am Mordeko, the urge to the Shadow Lords here. I was hoping we might speak. You're Aiden Taylor, are you not? I am. Mordeko takes a seat in a very clearly trying to be respectful kind of way. I heard- Grania, you've gotten a bottle of what? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I've gotten a bottle of whatever looks the shittiest and then two beers, like in cans. <laughs> okay, so two two beers in cans and- so you're going for shitty hard liquor? Yeah. Okay. It's a good yeah, they've got some bottom shelf vodka. That's yep. like, I mean, Just... it's a downtown next to the stadium bar, so they still charge you about $30 for it. But <laughs> two of those and one of those things. Okay. Yep. And he just takes the money and goes back to what he was doing, which was mostly just wiping things to look busy. And... and... In contrast to uh, to uh, Moriko's polite sit down, Grania <clears throat> just plops the bottle down in front of you, the two beers in front of her, and just sits down, leans back, and cracks one of them open, then cracks the other one open to set it ready as she begins to drink <laughs> the first. And I'm sorry, you are Grania O'Connor. Fuck. Uh, yeah, with her. Got it. I feel like was that fuck in character? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounded like it was. My yeah. minor accent slip. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you won't mind me asking, Marco. Um, can I ask what this is about? Because if you know me. I think you know I might tend to keep my guard up in this town. I understand. I do. It's what I wanted to speak to you about. I know you weren't... Well. I know you were gone. Yes. The rumors, they say you have a pack now. Is that true? There's a look on Kanye's face in response to that. That is a mixture of, wow, really? And also, why is that funny? 
And here comes an empathy check because Aiden wants to know as anybody like exactly why that's the case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, if you're trying to interpret ri- interpret something, wits and empathy, difficulty six. Mm-hmm. Are you trying? So, question: Who are you trying to interpret, uh, uh, Moriko or me? Moriko. Moriko. Okay. Yeah. Now, <laughs> oh, even with two ones, you walked away with two successes on yeah. that. Nice. Well, that's because that's like my special. That's right, thing. that's your yeah. thing. <laughs> okay, Aiden can read off of Mordico that not only is she being very sincere and respectful, that she's literally telling the full truth. That whatever has brought her here, it's because Aiden has brought something with him that he didn't have before. She's not sitting in judgment of what he was or why he left. It's not a. Oh, there's a pack. There's a, there, yeah. there, there's people I can hunt. Kind of situation. Yes, exactly. Like that's no, what he's she's, looking yeah, for. She, mm-hmm. Not not a not a single trace. Full sincerity off of her. I. Yes, there's a group of people who are unlucky enough to get packed with me. Yeah. Mordico sort of pauses, doesn't say anything for a second, and says. When you left, there was someone you wanted, wasn't there? Someone you were hunting, a quarry that you lost. Any kind of the bemused sort of thing just kind of wipes away. Mm Mm-hmm. You could say that. Can I ask why? I have something that I am trying to do. A quarry of my own. While I was pursuing it, I ran into yours. It's nothing, really. Not my business. Although anyone that Well, you know. But if you were willing to help me with mine, I would be willing to help you with yours. All right. Looks over at Grania. What about you? I assume you're not here just to witness this. Oh, no. Like I said, I'm with her. And also, things tie together. And she sort of leans, she leans, she was already sort of leaning back. She leans back a little bit more to the side uh, uh, to sort of lift up the arm that has the tally marks on it and just pulls aside a little bit of the vest that she's wearing. And you see a very distinct silvery scar across her side that you sort of would instinctively know is from silver. Right. Give me, if you're trying to get it, read any more into that, that's intelligence and medicine, difficulty eight. <laughs> sure, why not? Um... For diagnosis. Med. <laughs> Six. Two again. 
That's a bullet graze. <laughs> she sort of lowers it back down, leans forward. There's a bunch of unsavory types that are operating with real heavy caliber ammunition, and I don't want to get shot again. At least not by myself. I only want to get shot by other people. I mean... <laughs> not shot by myself. It's fine. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be honest. I came back to the city to deal with some things that were unsettled regarding the people here. I don't like that I ran away from things. I didn't... This... Thoughts of ever finding... That, again, I didn't expect. Um, And while I'm certainly up for the idea, coming here to have some hard conversations was something for me. I'm not willing to go on hunts without... Fuck, I have to make a phone call. And they're gonna yell. God damn it. All right. But you leave without telling them? No, I told them. One of them. I told my I told I told you know what? Let's talk about that in a minute. I No, I get it. Enjoy t- the table here. I need to go deal with something. I totally get it. My dad went out for cigarettes and never came back. Understand. No, that is she just she just grins as she goes to the second drink. The Emma cut. Camera <laughs> cut. That's a perfect spot. Mm-hmm. Sal, I seventy winds through the front range as you approach Denver from the west. Browns and greens blur together into a muted blend as you push through the last hour before hitting the city limits. It's been a nightmarish road trip for you. Law enforcement, vehicle issues, and traffic all seeming to conspire to delay your journey. So take another rage over your maximum for the last (laughs) few days' experiences. What are you planning as you hit the outskirts of Denver? Um, Sal is is planning to hit up, um, probably has been doing so as he drives because... It's Sal. He's been using his phone to troll the internet and mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, social media sites and things like that. And then as he's getting in closer to the city, would start trying to see if there are facial recognition cameras spread around uh, in Denver. I, since this is World of Darkness, that shit's probably everywhere. Um, Go ahead and give me... Uh... An intelligence and computers difficulty seven. Uh, sure. He is also uh, sending texts to people he knows back in New York to see if he can get one of those talons that uh, is a license plate that changes so you don't get picked up <laughs> while speeding. Um, 
Because or at least when they pick you up again for speeding, they think you're somebody else. I think there are actually two. There's one okay. that there, there's one that there's one that can't be read, and there's uh, another one that bounces back radar signals, so gotcha. it doesn't. You don't ever show up as speeding. Um, uh, I, I'm sorry, you said intelligence and computers. Yep, difficulty seven. Got it. I I, I would counterpoint that in World of Darkness, they're either everywhere or literal nowhere. Yep. Right. Uh, but this being a fairly uh, technologically advanced city, yes, there are some uh, facial recognition cameras. You do get a couple hits for something where you Google image search match it in there with your your uh, your spirit tech. Uh, most recently, there were a couple pings of somebody who looked at least eighty seven percent like Aiden somewhere down around the uh the rockies ballpark area okay i i will be i will start heading to that area and i will mm -hmm. look for um i will check whatever the world of darkness equivalent of yelp is probably scream um <laughs> for uh the bars with the lowest possible ratings in that area <laughs> um i i will also point out sal is using a variety of pictures but anytime sort of the the camera observer so to speak sees sal flick back to aiden's profile on his phone his contact it is the least flattering picture possible of aiden probably <laughs> mid blink and like half sneeze perfect you do tend to blink when you sneeze so <laughs> yep um also go ahead and give me a Just a straight intelligence roll, difficulty four. Okay. I wish there was just a remembering things skill yeah. as well, but the, yeah. You always uh, made it, if you want to, we always made that a remembering roll, intelligence alertness. Oh, that's actually a very, thinking yeah, that's a good, that's a, that's a good, yeah. Go ahead and give me intelligence alertness, difficulty four. Hmm. That totally makes sense. Hmm. Two. Two successes is plenty. Uh, so yeah, you start strolling through uh, shitty bars near the ballpark. Howl at the Moon does show up, and you specifically remember a signpost that said Massacre at Howl at the Moon when yes. you guys went to the battleground. Uh, and Aiden had an reaction to that. <laughs> to, to himself says, well, I think that's what uh, in the scientific community they refer to as a bingo. <laughs> Jeremy is already face palming, <laughs> and Sal's not. It even was in the, the voice. Room. It, it was, was the conflict. voice. Are you having flashbacks? <laughs> <laughs> so you 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 turn your wheels that direction. I do indeed. Okay, sounds. Meanwhile, back in Las Vegas. As you assemble in the wee hours around the halfway house cairn to step sideways, Juniper Johnson meets you to exchange farewells. So, all of you are there, uh, which would be Ironblood, uh, Boxcars, um, and... 
rope cutter. I'm trying to remember. Nope. Yeah. No, there are only three of you technically there. Yep. Uh, Hakau and uh, Silver Keys are there with you. So do you guys have a plan? Like, what should I tell the elders? When do you think you'll be back? That kind of thing. I I don't think that's quite a simple thing to answer. Do we know how long we're going to be gone? Until whatever we need to help Aiden with is done. Is this simultaneous? I'm sorry to interrupt, but is this simultaneous? It's cinematically simultaneous, but not like actual two hour to hour sort of thing. Everybody, I described everybody's dream at the same time. Everybody woke up and blah, blah, blah at their different periods. So So, so Sal couldn't be sending texts is my point. Not to them right now, no. Okay. Yeah, sorry. The fight, we don't even know where he is. Denver's- Uh, We have an idea. Okay. Where do we know more information than Aiden's in trouble? Hakau kind of shrugs. Visions don't usually give that kind of information. Okay, and Sal's already on his way. Silver keys nods. Hmm. That'll be interesting. Okay. Ingvar took notes when we were when we were in the in spirit world. And Hakau on the totem phone to all of you. I know the two of them have been out of reach recently, but Dustbringer tells me that once you're closer, you'll be able to speak to him as usual. Both of them. Good. Because I don't exactly know where this place that seemed so significant to Stormstone really was. But knowing what I'm looking for, it should make it easier to find a where. Well, what are we looking for? We have Google. <laughs> We're looking for Aiden and Sal. Do you remember the battlegrounds? Yeah. There were many things that were important to many of us there. Mm-hmm. But Aiden was particularly upset by something happening at the place called Howl at the Moon. Huh. I'm going to start. With... I have my werewolf notes. Yeah. <laughs> Alex didn't pick up on that. So, yeah. Uh, yep. I'm going to start searching. Is I have it a cell phone. So you pull out your cell phone and a cow says, all right, let's get across and get you sent. So right about the time you're about to start Googling, a cow shunts you all into the umbrella. Damn it. <laughs> I can search when we get there. As you guys no step sideways into the heart of the, uh, near the heart of the, the halfway house cairn, the cold front pack led by Vincent Black Shadow is already there waiting. Their theurge, Mavka, is preparing to enact the rite of the open cairn in order to send you to Denver. Her process is a lot quieter, much subtler than Wings of Ravens was, but also takes about half again as long. Starting in her thin crinos form, she prowls around the metal sculpture on all fours, a rumbling growl of the guru tongue rippling from her muzzle. 
And to conclude, she reaches out a single claw and traces the path of a glyph in the air a few inches from the surface of the Cairnheart, and a stuttery pulse of silvery light vibrates around the metal structure before slowly solidifying into a solid beam that arcs off into the umbral sky. There's a flutter of wings, <laughs> and Dustbringer lands on your shoulder, Ingvar. Good to see you again. It's time to go. Lead the way. One massive wing beat, and he once again dives straight into the stream of light, intersecting with it probably about 18 inches above the tip of the Cairn sculpture. And the rest of you, remembering your trip to the battlegrounds, know basically you just scramble on up there and ride the moonbeam. Ingvar strides after. Dakota will take Alex and in and sorry, I can't talk and Ingvar's hands in her hands. There you go. All right. Yep. Last thing you see is Hikau and Silver Keys raising hands in farewell. And then you guys Hi. suddenly enter this beam of moonlight. Gravity shifts around you slightly, and your feet are once again on a solid surface of shimmering light as you begin racing up into the sky. And you run. Maybe an hour or two passes. Time is difficult to tell. It's just you're constantly surrounded by this thrumming, luminescent energy. But as time passes, you begin to feel the surface ever so slowly slope downward under your feet. And then suddenly there's a tumbling and reorienting of yourself and your feet land on soft grass, the soil beneath giving a little fraction of an inch under your weight. Low flickering light of oil lanterns illuminates the interior of a long timber frame assembly hall. First thing that catches your attention, however, is a snapping growl. And immediately you see and hear and smell four Guru in Krinos standing about 20 feet away with long bladed spears leveled in your direction. <clears throat> Don't you fucking move, outsiders. Uh, out of game question. Yeah. Um, would Scandinavian Guru, particularly those of the Geta Fenris, associate moon bridges with the Bifrost? Maybe, but Bifrost is usually described as a rainbow bridge. There's nothing rainbow about a moon bridge. Mm -hmm. It's just bright. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just bright. Mm. Uh, but that, those words, those greeting words come from a pale gray kind of rangy werewolf who's standing in the center, little shorter than a couple of the others who flank her. Mm. Ingvar stands up straight and tall and squares her shoulders, making sure that Webcutter is still on her back and her fang dagger still at her hip. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and she just sort of she just sort of stares them down. Oh well. Uh, like, for the three feet. new arrivals, go ahead and make a perception and alertness difficulty six. Mm -hmm. If you want to have been in a different form uh, while you're making the the transit, you can be in that form now. Probably Hamid, because we're going into a city, as far as I know. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
alertness diff six. Hey. I never make these somehow. <laughs> you you being a warrior and therefore attentive to actual threats are kind of probably focused on the four spears in front of you yeah. rather than, you know, rubbernecking at the general surroundings per se. Uh boxcars and rope cutter though, you guys uh immediately kind of glancing around notice that behind you is the thick stump of a ponderosa pine shattered some 12 feet up with the telltale scarring of a lightning strike. And then a middle-aged guru in Hamid form walks around from the other side of the tree remnant. Forgive us, but it is uh, customary for strangers to introduce themselves and usually call ahead before uh, airdropping into the middle of our most sacred spaces. Hmm? It is a pleasure to see you as well. Unfortunately, we are chasing the fields of vision. No. We do not have much time. Well, the doorkeeper Peck will make time to hear your story after we hear your names. Hmm. I am Ingvar Ironblood Ulfstotter of the wings of the Mojave Pack. Mojave? From Nevada? Indeed. Las Vegas. I'm Alexandra. These are my sisters, and she will indicate to each of them. Hi. Do you not have mouths, sisters? <laughs> Sorry, I thought I thought Alex was talking. <laughs> oh no, this is okay. totally what's happening. <laughs> okay, I'm terrified. Um, hi, I'm Dakota. A hand will go out. This is Alex. She'll kind of like hug Alex. <laughs> Kind of gives a half smile, shakes your hand. Oh, wings of the Mojave Pack. Welcome to the Sept of Forgotten Questions here in Denver. I am Grace Snow, the master of the right. And these are the doorkeepers, my pack. We guard the entrance and the cairn. So, what brings you to our city? You do not... Vision Travel well prepared. Vision has warned Heavily us. Heavily armed, our... though. <laughs> she smiles. Vision has warned us that our Alpha is in danger and we have come to assist him. Ah, you have misplaced your Alpha. Mm. Very common problem, is it not? And he kind of winks at his pack, who sort of <laughs> give a little chuckle. I will not hear insult to my Alpha. He journeyed here on important business and we left him to his own devices, but if he is in danger, we will find him and assist. Well, a matter of a missing alpha is a matter that concerns all the guru in the area, does it not? <laughs> what is his name? Our alpha is Aiden Stormstorm Taylor. Hmm. Now there is a name I have not heard in... Pin drop. More than a year. Can well. I... Aiden's like, why do I suddenly have a migraine? <laughs> what did you do, people do? Can I gauge reactions? Because I'm I'm nervous. I know that Aiden, like his story of how he left here, it wasn't good. I give I'm me a wits sure. and empathy six. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ingvar is very much trying to project the 
if anyone disparages my alpha, oh, there will no. be a challenge right now. <laughs> kind Give of. me no, a charisma and intimidation. Your pure breed applies. Uh, difficulty six as well. Guess who's not your worst problem for once? Allow game. them to disparage <laughs> Ingvar. Aiden's <laughs> like. Aiden like suddenly like has a like is like like struggling with a migraine and Grania just like looks at her beer looks at what he drank. Wait a minute, this doesn't feel like a cell headache. What's going on? Oh God! Like, he tells me far now. Like, wait, why do I feel the sudden sensation to tell somebody to hold my beer? Charisma, <laughs> intimidation, pure breed. So that's plus five. You said difficulty what? Difficulty six. Okay. Just baseline projection roll. Dakota will try to break the ice a little bit and just okay. ki- kindly ask, you know, do, do you know him? Have you, have you met him before? <laughs> I have met him a time or two. Moots, that sort of thing. I was not master of the right when he left, but uh, we, things but change. You've gone up in the world. Yes. Yes, I have. Thank you. Rightly so. With, with four successes, Ingvar very much just sort of stares down. Right. Yeah. Ingvar's just just oh. completely flexing the "don't fuck with me" vibe. Got a success. Uh, you got a success. At Aiden's name, there is a ripple. Not a growl, but a ripple. Okay. All right. That's kind of. More exchanged glances, maybe like a that... slightly curled lip from one or two, but Ing- Ing- Ingvar is doing the Vin Diesel, the, the the Vin Diesel like muscle ripple thing that he does in all of the uh, all of the Riddick <laughs> movies, where right. he just, like sort of flexes his shoulders, and you watch the muscles like tense and in like a wave across the shoulders. <laughs> Going to kill you with my teacup. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not try to kill the right master with your teacup. <laughs> Where did you I even get a teacup? I, I understand that you need to find out who we are and it, it is your job. But if possible, we do need to move quickly. We don't know what sort of danger he's in. Kind of gives a little bit of a nod. Turns to (laughs) one of the ones standing by and kind of exchanges a glance. Go ahead and give me a, let's make it a manipulation and expression difficulty seven. Is there any assistance from Ingvar sort of projecting that you really don't want to hold us back? Oh, of? that's why it's a seven and not okay. higher. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Two successes. Two successes. Aurora, can you verify? I mean, he kind of just does a little gesture to the trio around the Cairn Heart. She reaches behind her and you see she's got this kind of bandolier with a bag at the end of it uh, and uh, pulls out a uh, a cell phone. But it's like, it's it's weird and bulky. I mean, it's, it's obviously a cell phone. Um, 
but it's built like it's meant to also be able to you know break a car window um it's a nokia bar kind of uh <laughs> tap 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 mm. swipe swipe scroll scroll mm. Ah. Yeah, Glasswalkers in uh, Vegas apparently know these three. Shouldn't there be more of you? One of our own is already en route. And, and two others two, have, our, yeah. two others have other business elsewhere to attend to. She gives Grace no a nod. Well, in that case, uh, we can drive you into the city, if you like. I would appreciate that. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Good. Fairly simple, then. He turns around. Hey, Skarmaker and Dregos, you are on chauffeur duty. Get one of the trucks. The two largest hitch their spears into these racks that are nearby on the wall. Follow us then. Ingvar nods. You guys walk out and as you step through a series of doors, um, this long hallway that's all timber framed is apparently surrounded by a lower, larger structure It's a little more kind of a baseline uh, kind of steel pole building construction. Temperature's a little chillier. Um, There's a bit of a hallway, a couple turns, and then you get to a big pair of double glass doors for an exit that lead out onto a concrete pad, gravel sort of parking lot with three vehicles in it. Uh, They have all shifted back down to Hamid in in the move. And you are Were they standing all in, in the... previously. What'd you say? Were they all in Krynos previously? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in- Ingvar in Hobbit just staring down for right. Krynos' yeah. spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very on brand for Ingvar. That sounds exactly <laughs> like Ingvar. Uh, and one of them uh, grabs the, the keys off of a hook near the door. And there's a just a, a big SU- black SUV off to one side. Uh, no tinting on the windows. It's just... It, most basic construction of an SUV you can imagine. And uh, they, one gets in the driver's seat, one gets in the the passenger, and they click the locks for you guys to be able to pile into the back seat, which is a little bit of a tight fit, but there's only three of you. All right. Where are we taking you? Uh, The only... Best place that I can guess would be if there's a location called the Howl at the Moon. Hmm. Guy in the passenger seat pulls out his cell phone and starts Googling. Oh, bar. It's a bar. I've remembered that I have a phone and that I can use it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Meanwhile, Aiden. You're making yep. a phone call. <laughs> I'm making a phone call. So who you, that's who you calling? Inside well, um, <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I imagine <coughs> probably whichever person in the back just immediately comes up on their phone. So 
let's just say out of convenience's sake, it's Ingvar. Okay. So they're Googling, and Ingvar, your phone rings. Ingvar pulls it out, opens it. Ah, speak of the Alpha. And she answers the phone. Hey! Good to, good to hear from you, Aiden. Yeah, um... Alive? Dakota from the seat next to you. Is he alive? Is he He's alive? calling us, Dakota. <laughs> yes, I'm alive, Dakota. Hi. That's the first question they asked. <laughs> because I went off by myself. Because I'm a moron. Um, Are you injured or bleeding? No. I'm He's good. Fine. Anyways. <laughs> so... Okay, this is gonna... This is... God damn it. So, I am... I'm in In need of assistance? Little bit. Uh, Didn't expect this. Um, Fortunately, we are already in the city. I'm sorry, what? Visions have a funny way of preceding trouble. Okay, but wasn't that like... 20 minutes ago for you guys you guys woke up in pretty much you guys have been awake for about three four hours uh no closer to about four hours or five hours ish depending fuck you spirits okay um Kanye tries to look at the label on the whiskey on the alcohol she got him (laughs) (laughs) all right it's mostly in cyrillic so that aside, um, you know that Sal took off immediately and is probably still driving here. Wait, so you're saying he's not going to be here before you guys? Is Sal not with him? There is good news. If he's not, if he's not with you right now, we're going to be there before him. Good, thank Christ. Um, all right. So here's the thing. Well, you know what? You're you're fucking in the city, so. I might as well. I am. I'm at the Helen Moon Bar. I'm here with some people who have presented me with an opportunity that I did not necessarily think that I was going to get um, in exchange for something else. And this all involves a hunt, which I was not going to do without you guys. So why don't you come on over? We are being driven there right now by some of the local sept. Important question. Does Dakota have ID yet? Out of character, does Dakota have ID yet? I think he <laughs> I knew that. Oh, she does. And Alex. I she and got... Alex. Yeah, Wait, I did yeah, Sal I, get them? I, 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 yes, Sal got ID for both of them. Sal did get ID for both of them. Yeah. That's right. Yep. yep. And, cell, mm-hmm. and cell phones and all that good stuff. I oh, knew wait, the cell that phone. That's a, oh, that's right. We established whole identities. That's right. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. We got that. Was that was, I think, one of the plot points. Well, I mean, a, a, Athena, I think, has watched it more recently than any of us. But <laughs> my, my, my recollection, at least, is that we got Alex a driver's license, and Sal was like, all right, here you go. Now let's teach you how to drive. That's anyway. right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Look, Sounds about right. It's Sounds been about right. a f- it's been a few days since we last did that. <laughs> and by a few, I mean like three hundred and some. Oh, more, more than that. Wasn't more this than that. 
But pre-apocalypse. This was more than a year ago. Say, yes, y'all. Yeah, uh-huh. it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Eight hundred. Yep. Who knows? Anyways, look, time no longer matters or has any meaning. So time is a flat circle. Time is a weird soup. <laughs> oh, short answer. Yeah. So okay. So adjust that to. All right. Important question: Do Dakota and Alex have their IDs on them? I look over at the two of them. Do you both have your IDs on you? I packed as much as possible. She holds up a suitcase. Yes, I'm assuming. Okay, good. Says no. Yeah. All right. I so have... yeah, our. Come on by. We're having drinks. Yes, a, a pair of South members are driving us there now. We'll be there shortly. I whistle at the bartender Wait. and hold up two fingers. Hold up. Of course you went. We came by. We came via Moonbridge because we're not Sal, who is going to drive across the country. I mean, fair point. Sal also has a car he wanted to bring with him. How did that go? There was a brief confrontation because we did not arrive announced. But other than that, once we explained who we are, they were willing to drive us here. Okay. They're super nice. Give me an intelligence and etiquette, anybody who's in the car. Okay. Uh, Difficulty six. I look over over at Aiden, and I look over at Moriko. Do they not like him? Can Moriko and and, uh, Grania hear Aiden? Is he that close? Probably, yeah. I was there, or, or at this point, one at first, at but the as very, he's getting louder. Sorry, yes. <laughs> at at some point, like as soon as he realized they were in the city, he probably would have like walked back. Okay, he would have been keeping his voice down like several feet away. But like yeah. once he figures out, yeah, he's just standing right. next to the table. So all three of you in the car. Oh yeah, they were nice enough to drive us in. They were nice enough. To get three complete strangers out of their fucking cairn in the yep. middle of the night. Yeah, they right. Yeah, you no, would no. have left one way or another. Ingvar, they were just Ingvar like, recognizes... oh, these people are willing to walk away? Yeah, we'll help them move along that real damn quick. No, yeah, In- Ingvar, Ingvar recognizes that immediately, but is, but is not going to start more of a fight than she needs right, to. Right, yeah, no, you don't start shit while you're in the backseat of somebody behind the wheel, right, but still. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's this is less politeness and more expediency, probably. <laughs> yeah, we're we're strangers. They don't want us in their care, and we don't want to be in their care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I all right. I, yeah, I asked <clears throat> I asked Morico if if they Im- implying the Karen don't like Aiden. Yeah, Morico just shakes her head very slightly, just literally a Well, this right. is happening. Dakota's also texting Sal, just saying, where are you? Are you okay? Tell me you are alive. Speaking of Sal, so Aiden, as you're having this uh, conversation, Hailstorm gives way to Careless Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> the phone just hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> And Aiden, and who is not looking at the at, door, at is looking in the at morning. The, right? You just hear the door. Is looking at looking at Grania and Marco, and his face just falls, and he goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> I didn't so, order any sex. So, You're so, muted, Craig. I will point out from everywhere. TVs switch to the music video. <laughs> oh, no. Nice. Right, all all speakers, anything capable of playing music, 
playing Careless Whisper. Okay. You guys probably in the car, through uh, uh, Ingmar yeah. through the phone, probably heard the first tone yeah, of Careless Whisper. Oh, I know that song. As soon as, I, as soon as I hear that, I go, hmm. Apparently, he got there first. Nice. Good, he's okay. Yeah, at, at the bombardment Sorry. of Careless Whisper, Mordico's head goes to a tilt. And she's clearly listening for something else, and she's already looking towards the door. All right. So, the doors swing open to reveal... A, uh, um... What what year is this set again? It's... This is late 2018. Okay. We are in the end of September right about now. Late late twenties, early thirties, uh, Italian American man, hair slicked back, very nineties goatee, um, perfect, impeccable, brand new, black tracksuit, uh, flame pattern, full fieri, um, uh, with with a with a tiny uh, repeated spider pattern uh, through the black portions of it. Um, ostentatious looking gold chain um with a with with a big cross crucifix and a um uh, a small enamel earth on top of the the um cross walks in bright green eyes um big shooting grin on his face uh arms out and he goes boys you picked the absolute shittiest places I I I hold up my cell phone and tap something and there is like a record scratch sound as all the music stops and I just go loud because now I can be heard over everything else. Who's this Polly from the Sopranos looking motherfucker? Oh no. Um uh and, and, and I'll I'll look over and goes glass walker war. Yeah, hand goes in the pocket because I spent the willpower, pushes the button, goes with the starts up again. No! Um, Mordeco. Guess who has. Guess who has. Guess who um, both it, have the same gift. Yeah, I know. And, and I look back over and he's like, boss, you didn't tell me the cranberries were in town. <laughs> it's going to be a Glasswalker Ragabash fight. It's oh, going to no. be amazing. Just fucking theme music battle. <laughs> Hi, so... You don't fall. You don't write. Where you been? How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm fucking fantastic. Let me tell you about the goddamn traffic on the way over here. What the fuck are you doing in goddamn Denver? We're not having that conversation now. Come over, sit down, have a drink. Oh, it's funny because I fucking thought we were because that's what's going on. You all got Breckenridge here. I hear they make it real fucking high up in the air. Is there anybody behind the bar? Uh, yes, there's a single bartender who looks like he is a little disconcerted by what's been happening with his electronic system. <laughs> he's, like, he's got a remote <laughs> out and he's just gonna... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Breckenridge, Breckenridge, the shit they make you all make up here, way up in the mountains. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. whiskey they're making. Right. Yep. Um, uh, he pulls like, out a um a black leather wallet, pulls out two hundred dollar bills, puts them down on the counter, and says, "This one's for the whiskey, keep it coming, and this one's for putting up with Gloomy Gus over here." 
Hey, I'll have one of he's those not gonna, He's not going to say no to $200 and he tosses you a bottle and a shot glass. Hey, shot glasses for everybody. Um, Two more shot glasses. Mm-hmm. So uh, is this your local crew? You're trading this in? No, Sal. I just met these people. This is Marco. This is Branya. Oh, uh, Sal looks genuinely surprised. Oh, uh, listen, I... Uh, Oh no. Having a night out. That's, you know, I you know, honestly, that makes me happier. Cause I thought, you know, it's stop you. talking, Sal. Stop no, talking. You, you know how right you now. Stop talking. I will punch you. Stop, please. <laughs> oh no, he takes, a, he takes a half step back and goes, you know, to get yourself killed. But you do Sal, go ahead and give me a perception and primal urge, difficulty five. Okay. <laughs> God. Can you smell the storm coming? <laughs> Isn't that more of a willpower check to see if he can stop himself from plummeting headfirst into the storm he can definitely see coming? Three successes. These are definitely both pure werewolves, like full-blood guru at the table, if Sal was uncertain of that at any point previous. Um, and he says, I, he goes, oh, Oh, okay. Well, I'll be honest, I'm a little disappointed. Oh, no, you're um, right. I was about to take both of them back to my place. You can join us for a foursome. Ooh, Mordico tenses at that. He, he, he sort of straightens up and puts a hand on his chest and goes, My dear, I have such respect for the litany. How could you take... No, seriously, let's talk after. I got to sort this guy out, though. Um, I wink at Mordico and smile and then hold a hand up like, no, no, no. All right, Sal, sit down, have a drink. Yeah, all right. Everybody have some, all right? So I've never had it before, but it's supposed to be good. Our our packmates are in town. They're going to be here shortly. What? I really love it anytime you're speechless. No, I know, I know. It's your fucking wet dream. So why are they here? So Is there another here, apocalypse? Did you else? You know what? We'll handle it. We'll... Because shit's afoot. Let's just put it that way. For, Look, for I just this I thought that was a traffic rage dream. No, it was not a traffic <laughs> rage dream. All right. But in addition to whatever that is, Mariko has some potential business to discuss. And that's you, right? And he points to Mariko. Can Mariko make another introduction roll? Yeah. <laughs> same yes. pool, same difficulty. Higher difficulty because I slightly put Mariko off her game. <laughs> no. Ah, oh, damn. She's she's just on a roll. Yep. I, I damn. Opposite curse dice. <laughs> so Mariko looks at Sal. She inclines her head like very slightly. Mordecai, fear to the Shadow Lords. I'm here to speak to your alpha. You are uh, Sal? Yeah, yeah, I... Uh, uh, she says oh, that, like, it, like, like she, the way she says his name, you get, the, you get the impression that she thinks that's his whole name, like Cher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's his whole name. <laughs> it's, oh, no. It's, it's real nice to me. Hold, hold on, hold on a second. 
I just, and he's sort of like reaching around. I just, oh God, I, boss, can you, can you check and see if the, if the knife is already in my back or uh, is that something I got to watch out for? <laughs> Granny just starts no. laughing. Oh yeah. But and hey, and Mordico but... just stares somewhere around Sal's back as though she's also now not sure if she should be looking for a knife. <laughs> yeah. What's it? Sal? Sal? No, I'm sure you'll get it sorted out later. Sal? Yeah. What's up, boss? Behave better than you usually do. That's a real low bar, boss, but Please. I'll work on it. Um, and uh, all right, so you got some good information. Um, how about you? Uh, Sinead O'Connor, what, what's going on? Close. Granny O'Connor. Fuck. Uh, hey. General shit disturber. Right. Hey. That's good. Um, any any tattoos indicating oh, yeah. tribe or anything? Oh, oh no, no tribe. No tattoos indicating tribe, but the 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 Polly from the Sopranos reference probably gave it away. Well, uh, can can I can I make a can I make a roll to see if a lot if, of if people are a pop culture out can guess? Savvy. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot a lot of werewolves me, uh, are pop culture savvy. Give me an intelligence and etiquette. I'll say you're, difficulty you're with six. The child of- Gaia that pop culture savvy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean our like our pack is pretty is yeah. pretty pop culture savvy. Um difficulty six. Difficulty six, yeah. Mm-hmm. Three. Three successes. I mean, whoever this is definitely knows that you're a glass walker and probably knows that you're part of the wise guys. Right. You're thinking glass walker most likely definitely not a wise guy. Certainly not a corporate wolf. Okay. All right. Yeah. So a so little, little bit of a... But there's, of... but she's not quite a random interrupt either. She's got like the punk anarch biker look going on. Okay. Right. So a little bit of a smile, like a reappraisal. And uh, uh, and Sam goes, oh, hey, no shit. So a uh, fellow walker, huh? Yeah. And she just waves her phone around to, to referencing what they were doing earlier. Yeah, oh, yeah, like to yeah. play around a little bit. It's all right. Uh, what 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 are best? You talking to spirits? You were you were theos? Uh, you both theosians? I get the feeling that you and I kind of walk the same path. Wait, you were Ragavash? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, I've just, I've basically just been putting wrenches in all sorts of weird places my entire life. Oh, you were monkey wrencher. Yeah. All right. All right. Respect. That's great. So, uh, yeah, I mean, take, take you know, we, we, we ought to talk sometime about, you know, how it is to be the real cornerstone of your pack. I mean, you know, it's important. Yeah. So you two, you two run with a uh, local pack then? No. Oh, so, I'm in town. Can we well, moment? Gra- yeah, I'm going to grab Sal and pull him out of the booth. <laughs> physically grapple him out of physically the booth. Physically grapple him out of the booth. Yes, I am physically and metaphorically dragged away for a moment to let the dog outside. Fair enough. <laughs> Perfect timing. Meanwhile, timing. the other three of you have gotten dropped off in a parking lot. Is there a sign for this bar? Uh, they dropped you about three blocks away. Uh, location based on google maps mm-hmm. transit let's find a route okay all right yeah so we will walk the rest of the way 
Okay. As you're walking, you're sort of getting this is this is a very different urban space than Las Vegas was. The air is thinner, of course, being at a higher altitude. Um, and there's just something about the energy that feels off. I it's, forget the name of Ingvar's uh, subsect of Ghetto Fenris. It's Valkyria Free. I think it's literally that, yeah. It's a little more alive, almost. And you're suddenly realizing just how much the regional administrator had calcified the spiritual resonance of Las Vegas. This place, while still very weaver-heavy, has a more spiritual resonance to it than Vegas did, by at least a factor or two. It's not home, but it's more alive. I think Alex is just slowly slowing down and starting to look around more. This is okay. weird. This is not. <clears throat> so you guys home. are you guys are taking in a little bit of a sights on a short walk. Yep. Meanwhile, Aiden has dragged Cell uh, yep. to the side. I mean, probably actually out front. Okay. Because this is a private conversation, not fair enough. The... Okay. He's like. All right. <laughs> okay. is, is it private, Jack? Uh, let me look that up real quick. Because I don't... How difficult would it be for her to try to do that? Oh, no. You don't have that one... I have heightened senses. Lord. No, I have heightened senses. Oh, okay. He'd be trying to hear it. There's a terrifying... It's it's in revised, yep. I think. There's yeah. a terrifying Shadow Lord Eyes of Crow... Yes, yes, yes no, she doesn't have that. No. I love it and it terrifies me. No, no, this is just heightened senses. She's just going to okay. see if she can actually hear them if she's really focused on it. She's going to completely ignore anything Grania says for a couple of minutes, though. Grania's used to it. Oh, yeah, no, she's definitely at this point realized that sometimes Mordeco just stares off into space looking like she's doing something and will not respond to anything she says. And Grania has a whole bottle of whiskey. <laughs> oh, <fine>. yeah, already <laughs> down. <laughs> Um, go ahead and give me a perception alertness. Since the difficulty is decreased by two, you'll just be at difficulty six for this. And my specialization of eavesdropping? Your specialization does apply, so if you get any tens, they count as two successes. Okay, so uh-huh. perception and alertness, you said? Difficulty uh-huh. six? Yep. Okay. Actually, uh, Jack, because because now there's another Ragabash that I have to instinctively show up, Right. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and pour that bottle of whiskey into my flask. Okay. And drink from that. Okay. Nice. Three successes. Three successes. So, yeah. All right. So, Aiden and uh, yep. Sal are having a conversation outside. And Mordecai is are... just staring into space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh. Now you do it. Just, I feel like I need to give you the heads up on exactly, at least last time I was here, what the situation was with me. I, I'm glad to see you. T- Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't think this was going to be an, oh, I'm so glad. Never mind. I don't even, never mind. You, 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 you don't even have to say it. We'll, no, we'll, I don't. You, you know no, exactly I, I, how I feel, and that's what's important. I, so, I, um, the last time I was here, Yes, I left uh, I left under my own power, but not entirely out of my own choice. I chose I was essentially told to leave 
by people who didn't want me to get killed. So it's a running theme is what you're saying. This is the only place where members of the nation that I'm aware of were legitimately seeking to kill me. Oh, Oh, I no, I'm talking about, you know, people not wanting you to get killed because that's you no, know, that's yeah, kind no, of my whole no. There were people here because of my pack members who died felt I was responsible. Is it those two? No. Okay. That I am aware of. Nothing oh, I picked up off them suggests that. that Sal's, said, Sal's hand is kind of going for his, his waistband. That said, one of hold on let me check some information here just to make sure I'm <laughs> accurate on this uh that said uh my previous my previous beta was a shadow lord who was in very very good with um a fairly powerful shadow lord here and there were there was a glass walker who wasn't it, he was a friend of the pack he was considered to be an unofficial kinfolk who also died so i'm not putting it past anybody to potentially be holding grudges. That's why I came here to try and settle this stuff so that A, they finally have a chance to move on since I robbed them of that by running away and B, so that you all don't have to deal with my sh- the, the shit from my past anymore. Well... Okay, first, first, out of character. Let me let me make sure you you said your beta died. Correct. Did I did I clock that? Okay, all right. Yes. All right. Okay. Um, so. I think Jeremy, didn't you say Alexander was the alpha? You're right. I'm sorry, alpha, yeah. alpha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nah, right. Yeah. Roll that alpha back. Died. Okay. Right. All right. So his alpha was a shadow lord. Yeah. Who okay. was right mm-hmm. and is dead? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, well, first off, bad luck on that last point, because it sounds like fucking all of us are here. Yeah, that worked out really fucking well. Yeah. Now, come on. You, you, you pick up and leave, you knew we were going to come after you. But, 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 but second of all, you're telling me you had your alpha die, and that's part of what fucked you up. Sorry. You're trying to put, you're trying to put me through the whole thing? Sorry, to be clear... In case you miss, you, you you don't remember this because, well, I assume you pay attention to about a tenth of what I say, anyways, because that's what that's we display. <laughs> My entire pack died, and our associated kinfolk. Yeah. So, just making sure that's clear, so that you understand the yeah. Yeah, you, and and I will also say I I out of character had forgotten the extent of it. Fair, no, absolutely. I, Sal, fair. Sal Sal would not make a joke about that. So I no, yeah, me, no, I don't. Me, think let me rewind are. that part back, if I may. Um, 
he definitely would make a joke about not paying attention yeah. to more than 10% of what you say though. But yeah, no, I, me being here, this is my, my reason for coming here alone was because this was my shit and it's my responsibility to handle it. Now that this is a bigger thing, there's a reason why I knew you were, you, you guys were on the way before you got here. I called in you are. Yeah. Yeah. They did a whole fucking dream, right? Yeah. You, which, I don't know what that's about. But anyways, I just wanted to let you know before we have too many interactions with the sept here, exactly the situation that you're getting into. Who, it, it, are, there, are there people in particular? Which are the ones that were gunning for you? Because I want to know who to watch. Should I just assume it's everybody? Let's what. Probably not. Okay. There's definitely going to be a glass, a, a, a get that we're going to have to look out for. Okay. Used to that. Her name's Isabel. Okay. Um, outside of that, I wouldn't put it past anybody. I, I didn't stick around to find out people's, how people took the whole situation. I was kind of kept off to myself after the whole thing went down until I was healthy enough, and then it was very strongly suggested I should leave. All right. Uh, why, why don't we do this, then? Is there anyone you think is not a threat? That was what I was hoping to kind of try to figure out. I'll be honest. Morico and, 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 and Grenier, I don't know them. That's a good sign, and they've they've given nothing away that suggests there's hostility there. They might be a good way for me to for for us to to get a gauge of what the situation is. That's my plan anyway. All right. Uh, for Aiden, mm -hmm. give me an intelligence alertness, a memory roll. Okay. Uh, difficulty seven. And after this roll, we'll go to break. Okay. There's the there's the failed roll, but not yeah. a botch. Not a botch. No, not but, a botch, but just a fail. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only thing that is kind of ringing in your head is there was always kind of a running joke throughout the sept that the Shadow Lords have theurges coming out their ass in this right. city for some reason. But anyway, Ironblood, Rope Cutter, Boxcars, you come around a corner, and there's this quadrangle of buildings, sort of. You're walking down a little, like, it's it's got uh, bollards up, so you couldn't, it's wide enough to drive a car through, but it's specifically structurally uh, obstructed from vehicle traffic, but it's a footpath that goes down, and... The place that you're looking for is just going to be ahead and to the left a bit. <laughs> and you see two people standing outside the doorway. I don't know. Has Have Aiden and Sal finished their conversation? Are they headed back inside? They're probably just in the process of finishing up, I would imagine, <clears throat> at this point. Okay. Can we make out who they are? 
at this distance and it being dark and very early in the morning and you guys being getting by on half sleep, uh, give me perception alertness difficulty eight. Mm. Mm. Because they're still like half a block away, etc. Negative one. <laughs> oh, Dakota is actively starting to drowse on her sleep in on her feet. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. Kind of, kind of leaning, probably leaning on on boxcars a little bit. Yeah. Ingvar, Ingvar's not even looking at this point. She's just sort of walking. Your shoulders comfy. Yep. Oh, only boxcars. You see two people, and those heights are about right for. Aiden and Sal, actually. You're muted, though. I am. The eyes narrow. <laughs> going to kill him. And they're going the inside. Who are you killing? There, right there. There was Ty. I think it was Where? Sal and Aiden. Right? The, and the door's closed by. Ingvar oh. <laughs> is walking inside. Okay. So you guys have about three minutes before the rest of the wings pack gets here. Hmm. Walk over, take a seat again. The, you'll notice the bottles, all the bottles on the table are empty and Grania's drinking from a flask. Mordica still doesn't even have a shot glass in front of her. Yep. You know, one of those was mine. Yeah, but you were out there for so long. I got thirsty. That's apparently you know how we I do mean. things in Denver. He puts another hundred down. That's about more, right. <laughs> Two more bottles of Breckenridge come out. Mm. So, appear to be in luck. My pack is on the way and partially here. Nice. <sighs> how many of them are there? Sorry. I realize that he doesn't have to count on his fingers. <laughs> I do. <laughs> at, at the pause, at the pause, meanwhile, is counting on his fingers. At the pause, no, at, 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 at which point, not, if you're not aware of the two that are missing, there should be five more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, not, which, at neither which point, of us is, I think. At which point, in Aiden's and Sal's mind, both at the same time, the sky here is different. Mm -hmm. Says Dustbringer over the totem phone just to you two. Hey, Dusty, you made it. Which everybody hears on the totem phone. Well, except for the two of us. I mean, yeah, except I was for, say, yeah, I was right. Gonna, yeah, everybody in the loud, pack right? hears, yeah, right. Yeah, mm. yeah he no. said that over the totem phone. Okay. I was going to say, yeah. You no. do see mm. Sal just break into a grin, though. For no, for no reason. Is Dustbringer still perched on Ingvar's shoulder? or No. Mm -mm. Okay. He took, he took to the sky as soon as you guys left the... Uh, the assembly hall at the Cairn. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize the question was so funny, or are your fingers just that ticklish? There's five of us, besides Sal and I. So there's seven. Yeah. Yes. Well, maybe enough. Plus a totem, who's here, you know. Plus that. They should be here shortly if popping into our heads. Pop into your you, and then and then through the totem phone. So you all here or what? Oh no, we're coming. We're going to make a, a dramatic entrance and or uh spring. The doors open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <skip. laughs> I think we're just like boom. 
<laughs> as uh, that yeah. happens, Dakota is like, you just hear a high-pitched squeal as Dakota just screams, Sal, and like runs towards him to hug him and like um, jumps on him. Sal is, Sal is in the process of trying to get the phone out and like to, to put something else on for the big entrance and is just immediately knocked over by, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> by Dakota. But we'll, we'll then turn and like hug her and pick her up and spin her around and go, take the color, you made it. Um, did you guys fly? No, we ran. Oh, okay. You it just, I, I'm gonna get you on a plane one day. You're gonna love it. Or you might hate it. I don't know. I'm looking at the three newcomers. Yeah. Lean over mm -hmm. towards Moriko, and I start, and I, and like, I just, just under my breath to Moriko, because I know it'll make her uncomfortable, but it'll be funny. I, I point at Ingvar, and I go, I want that one to crush me. I point at Dakota. I want that one to hug me. I point at Alex, and I want that one to wake me up in the morning. Mordico doesn't say anything, just eyes to each of the points. Noted. Sal is, Sal is looking around. Would you, would you like us to describe our <laughs> oh, characters? Oh, is it, wait, wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. one sec, though, of the, the patting on the shoulder. When when Grania goes to pat her on the shoulder, she does try to, to, to flinch away. She doesn't. She if, doesn't the, if, there's, if there's a flinch, the pat stops. Yeah. It doesn't she actually just, make connect. Yeah. yeah. It's a very small motion, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. But yeah, no. For for the people who in character have never seen these people before, feel free to go ahead with the descriptions. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, um, Ingvar is a Icelandic woman. Uh, I believe I have her height written down in the character sheet. Hang on, but she is built like a truck. Um, one of the probably largest individuals that you probably have seen. So yeah, six foot six uh standing in Hamid form. Uh dressed uh with sort of long uh orange hair uh in complex series of braids uh that sort of uh just sort of cascade around her shoulders and back. Uh wearing a uh a sleeveless shirt that just says sleeves are bullshit on the uh on the on the chest. Um wearing sort of like tight um uh like form-fitting pants and combat boots uh with like fingerless gloves on the hands uh very bright green eyes almost reflectively vibrant with uh a pair of like drawn bits of war paint drawn down from the eyes around that end up in like drawn lines down around to about where her lips are uh, with the like very much the obvious stance and determination of a born and bred warrior. I just realized that Ingvar is the is the Triple H to my HBK. <laughs> like as far as like relative sizes. <laughs> and for Dakota, uh, Dakota's about five nine. She has uh, light brown skin. Um, she's Native American. She has dark brown hair in two kind of messy buns with rainbow scarves around each of the buns. And she uh, has a full moon tattoo on her neck. She has, she's currently wearing, she's a rainbow. Uh, she's currently wearing rainbow dress, tie-dye leggings, 
sandals that are somehow also rainbow and she's just covered in like bangles and necklaces and for boxcars hmm? uh alex is uh tall and like a beanpole um she's filled out a bit because we've been working out and doing stuff um but she's like more of a runner's build and uh is albino has uh very stark white hair um isn't wearing her glasses right now because i think it's still dark um but she's got them on her person um somewhere in like a graphic t-shirt of some sort with maybe a suit jacket that doesn't really fit uh and jeans um and she's kind of uh half slouching a bit with a guitar like a a guitar bag kind of deal over her shoulder that is new to the two the to the other two pack mates um, yeah <laughs> yeah and is kind of uh standing back and watching as the that dakota is doing her thing and kind of slightly smiling aiden stands up turns around gives me a moment Yay, you're here. Ingvar <laughs> nods and uh, very matter-of-factly, uh, Hikau and Silver Keys have journeyed to Russia to handle some other business that had been warned of them. Oh. Please tell me Hikau got laid before he left. There is no chance of that having happened. Oh, God. Dakota jumps on Aiden next. Hi, Dakota. Hi, I'm glad you're alive. I was worried. I'm... I'm fine. I now was gonna be you, fine. Now we can kill you properly. Can we? Can we? Okay. Can we deal with that part later? You can kill me all you want later. Everybody, sit down. Let's have a drink. Um, everybody. I gesture to last call the newcomers. All right. <laughs> I look over at the mm-hmm. bar and I point at Sal. Didn't he pay you like 300 bucks? It's 3 fucking a.m. I want to go home. <laughs> We're nice. There's no Our chance you have any meat in this place, is there? How much for table service for another hour? Five hundred. Done. Put it on the table. Last call for everybody but this booth. Get the fuck out. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, um, Sal, I, I forgot to mention it, but um, is is Dakota still wearing the scarf? Is that is that? Yes. Well, of... her her scarves are the two that are always okay, around right. her buns. If if, if uh, <laughs> Grania or or um, uh, Morocco would notice Sal has a matching one. It's just under his tracksuit and kind of like tucked around his. He's not. He's not trying to look like he's wearing it, but he's definitely wearing it. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, Ingvar has a very similar Technicolor scarf wrapped around the sword sheath that is on her hilt. Yeah, yeah, that, that is on her hip. Uh, the handle of the, of the mm-hmm. guitar thing. Yep. So as as I was sitting down, apparently they've go, got heraldry, is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I point at I point at Ingvar and then like gesture towards weapons, and I go subtle. We don't Ingvar just Ingvar just looks at you, doesn't say anything. That's that's not subtle is not exactly how Zena here rolls, but subtle is I like not what the kid's doing. 
box cards. Are you 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 taking one for my book? I assume that's a Tommy gun in the violin case there. <laughs> no. Well, all right. Stick. First, although if I recall correctly, game. isn't Web Cutter like spiritually disguised in the real world? No, it still looks like a big fucking fuck off silver blade. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get etiquette out of the way. I roll again. Oh yeah, oh. web <laughs> web, uh, uh, web cutter silver, isn't it? Up. Oh yeah, yeah. So as Ingvar gets closer, uh, Moriko would notice that Granya gets increasingly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. She sort of reaches over and starts scratching her side. Yeah. Two successes. You're still doing pretty good. It's almost the opposite of what I want to have happened. <laughs> and failed. Or at the line about let's get etiquette out of the way, Sal, who is in the process of pouring himself another glass, goes, oh, right, sorry, boss, and sticks out a pinky as he takes <laughs> it. So Mordico is almost certainly looking at Ingvar first um, and then probably getting stuck somewhere between, between Sal and... Oh, not, no, she already knows Sal. Okay, no, it's Ingvar. She definitely does Ingvar, uh, um, Alex, and then Dakota, almost in, in exactly that order of Moriko. The Urge to the Shadow Lords. Moriko. The Urge to the Shadow Lords. Moriko. The Urge to the Shadow Lords. To literally oh, shit, each of she's them. She's glitching. <laughs> she no, no, does no, she's like smile or laugh. Yeah, she doesn't laugh. So she just she just sort of goes back to cell. And she's not making eye contact with anyone. She's just looking at people's like chin kind of region. Just be glad uh, it's not a mixer and there aren't like a half dozen. Of, there aren't like a dozen of you. So. I- Ingvar nods and just, I am Ingvar Ironblood Ulfstotter of the Geta Fenris. Aiden, this is the first time you've heard Ingvar introduce herself as Ironblood. <laughs> And Dakota, and she will hug her. Mordica will absolutely move out of the way of the hug. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, like so, will, so fast. She will like, sort of, step back. I'll sort of like, like, yeah, like, catch yeah, yeah. Grania yeah, probably, yeah, probably oh, knows. I just yeah. catch Dakota on the shoulder. No touch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I will note that. I'm sorry. Monica she will turn of, turn around and hug. Uh, I'm sorry. Your character's name? Grania. Since Dakota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, she he, she will turn around and hug. Grania. Grania will take the hug. Hi, I'm Dakota. Like, looks over at looks over at Moriko and goes, "There is a god." Hi, I'm Grania. <laughs> <laughs> Moriko just says, "Noted." <laughs> I'm Alex Boxcars. Boxcar? Is it plural? I no, it's boxcar. It's plural. Boxcars? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rolling boxcars is rolling two sixes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they're getting the fancy names out of the way. Right. Uh, Grania... Fuck. Grania Firelight O'Connor. God damn it. A lot of names. Dakota's (laughs) deed name is Rope Cutter, if she does not desire to. Yes, sorry. Dakota, Rope Cutter, Technicolor, Montgomery. (laughs) Quietly through through, through Totem Phone. When did we get those? There was a ceremony. You shortly have after, one. shortly uh, after you left, yours, by the way, is Storm's Dawn. Uh, yeah. A- after out loud, Sal says, "Yeah, it was after you fucked off. You're Stormstone or something." 
Stormstone? Storm's yeah. Dawn, Ingvar will correct very seriously. Ah, oh, that makes more sense. No, it doesn't. They generally Wait, was don't. That, was that totem you know phone or was that out loud? Uh, what Sal said was out loud. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then In- and Ingvar's correction was also out okay. loud. Yes. Okay. So generally okay. try and do the like touch hand. Oh, to yeah. Ear. Right. Yeah. That, I, can't, <laughs> I can't always look yeah. at all the movement. Yeah. No, Sorry, it's my yeah. eyes. No. That, that, yeah, I can't, I can't either. So I'm right there with you. <laughs> try and do it verbally. Anyways. So, they're not all so esoteric. Mine's spider fryer on account. I spy, find some spiders. Mine's mine's firelight (laughs) on account of when I got it, there was a lot of firelight. See, you can always count on glass walkers to cut the bullshit. Good to know. I cut a rope. Mine is very (laughs) simple to understand once you understand my heritage. And so, yeah, like, for, for like... Moriko and Grania, uh, this woman could not be more get of Fenris if she came in like riding a long ship with a, a Jarl hammer in each hand and a <laughs> neon point. flashing sign over top to... that said, you know, Fenris is my co-pilot. To, um, to, you know. <laughs> to, which, to which Grania responds, I would love to get to know your heritage repeatedly. Ingvarda smirks. Yep, we're gonna leave that line there. All right, so they're already getting along like a house on fire. That's why yeah, I got the name. Screaming, people running, no survivors. All right. At so... that, at that, Mordico cracks her very first tiny smile. Doesn't say anything though. <laughs> I lean over. Sal notices it and just kind of grins back. I nudge Sal. Enjoy it. It's rare. Yeah, I mean, I was starting to worry. She had a real small wonders thing going on, but uh, this the smile disappears, hope. and there it's gone. You will get used to Sal being the cause of occasional grins, but more often scowls. Noted. I get a reaction. So, I came here for a very specific reason. Uh, new, uh, different opportunities opened up with, for me. Uh, to take care of a piece of business I didn't think I was ever going to get a chance to do. Congratulations. Should we discuss this somewhere more private? Literally everybody else is left. Except for the bartender. Except the I mean, if y'all don't have a place to say, you can crash at my place. It's not big, but it's private. I've got a hotel room. I don't know if it will all fit. Well, we'll all fit. It's just a matter of... Anyways. We can I, probably I, get I can get us some rooms. rooms. I can get us some rooms. I have a tree I stump. That? Okay. I <laughs> Was that a joke? No, Moriko does not look like she's joking. No, Moriko like looks a bit like she's read about the concept of a joke in a book, maybe once, maybe sometime in the last decade. Can I? Can I? Can I pick up the like very obvious lupus mannerisms of not quite sure how to human yet? Give me a uh, wits and empathy Hmm. difficulty seven. 
I have one here for Wits and Empathy. There it is. Wits and Empathy, Jeff Seven. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, she's just weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and again, she's not moving a whole lot. Like she's right. the most still person at this table. Everyone else probably fidgets, moves, adjusts. She's just been like the whole time. Yep. So, Mariko. Uh, what do you need our help with? Mordico definitely looks at the bartender. She wants to know if he's listening at all. Or even just remotely paying attention. Uh, give me a perception alertness difficulty six. Does my eavesdropping apply? It's not really listening. Mm, this is more of a visual than a, right. than a listening thing. All right. And you said perception and alertness? Perception alertness difficulty six. No, no, yes. Yeah, two successes. Two successes. He is at the furthest end of the bar from your place and is actively on swiping something on his phone. Okay. It looks like he is willing to be present in the most technical manner possible, but unless somebody <laughs> actively demands something of him, possibly repeatedly, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's checked out. Okay. He is checked the fuck out. Mordica already wasn't talking particularly loudly. She's still lowering her voice just a little bit more. She she looks to Aiden. She's not really looking at anyone else from here on out for, for most of this, this, uh, this statement. She says, are you aware of what's been happening here since you were gone? No, Do you uh, know nope. of the change of the master of the right. I didn't know that, no. Master of the right, former, she looks down at that one. My father has been replaced. We, we had some trouble several months back. A pack disappeared. Really? It is the feeling of the master of the right that that is the most important thing happening. (sighs) Several months ago, a company came here, Intrepid Energy. They said, she looks again at the bartender, he's definitely out of it. Yep. Lowers her voice anyway. They said they were here for natural gas. They went for that. But all the places they go, all of them, they, they don't need to be there. It's not, it's not good place for it. It doesn't make sense. And I brought this to the attention of the set. The master of the right declined to acquiesce to my suggestion. She says the words like she doesn't know what those mean, but she does remember them. What was your suggestion? To examine why. They don't smell right. They don't act right. There are better places. The places they're in are where my family is. They don't belong there. I believe They're here for something else. And the person that, and again, 
looks at the bartender, lowers even more, that destroyed your pack is with them. Well. And he's just speechless for just a second. Um, <clears throat> do I understand that these individuals claiming to dig for natural gas are digging in places where they would find no such thing? Not much, no. There are better places. These ones? The master of the right said humans are stupid. They are greedy, and they will make bad decisions. I know that. But these... I disagree. And, and yet, I would find that when they make such greedy and bad decisions, it would be to exploit the most resources. That is what I said. Yes. He disagrees. They accidentally do this stuff. They don't purposely do it. If, if There's also more. Okay. So, leaning again, leaning back and, and raising the side for everyone to see the, the, the wound, not really caring if the bartender's looking, because as far as he's concerned, she's showing off a tattoo. Um, so you can all see this sort of silver scar across the side. Lowers the, uh, lowers the vest again. So the folks doing security for Intrepid Energy is a company called Westride Securities, and uh, I came here with a pack of my people... Not too long ago, following them, doing some shady, shady shit. And uh, we raided a caravan on its way into Denver, and way quicker than you'd think they would, the some bitches started unloading silver bullets at us. I got clipped. The rest of my packs they had silver bullets at all speaks to something deeper. Well, if if the person person that Morocco says is with them is with them. That's mm, it's a splack spiral dancer. Dakota will give uh, Grania another hug when she shows them that. Gleefully accept it. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm by no means an expert. I'm about as much uh, Anyways, they're not typically, sometimes, they're not typically people who integrate well into normal, non-corrupted human companies. So it seems safe to assume that at least part, if not all, of this organization is worm-tainted. What does he do for them? I couldn't tell. Something in one of their... And she pauses. There's a long pause. Compounds. How are you sure? I saw them. I was watching. I was looking for evidence to present at the mood. And is it fair to say, sorry, is it fair to say that based on what you've already said? Jeremy, your hand is blocking most of your voice. Is it fair (laughs) to say that 
based on what you've already said, this was outside of your normal duties. At that time. Yes. He I was not seem to be offended yeah. at that at yeah. all. Yeah. I was not instructed after the moot. <clears throat> I was told to leave it alone. I was told. However, you have a pack. If I were part of a pack and my alpha told me to do so, then I could resume. Um, because it was a few hours ago and I it was a werewolf name. What was the name of the right master that we got? Grace, no. Hmm. Uh, Ingvar will say, uh, Aiden, do you know much about this Grace Snow that is their right master now? Not a lot. Um, I knew, Give me uh, intelligence uh, alertness difficulty seven, okay. Aiden. Something, though, apparently. Um, you know that he is a Silverfang. He is a Theurge, as okay. one would expect for the Master of the Right. right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and pretty decent standing, best you can tell. Definitely has some some good blood in his background. Okay. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hidden takes business. All right. I just want to make sure that I'm understanding this situation correctly. I came to town, a town that generally, at the very least, those that don't want me dead don't like me. Probably all of them. Uh, To fix things. And you're asking... To join the pack so that I can give you an order that expressly goes against what the elders of this city are saying. Yes. Gonna be real popular. I'm gonna be honest. And he just looks yeah, up like, as I... Yeah, like, Mordic- Mordico leans in a little bit more. If I am right, if this is what the real problem is this will give you enough renown to stop all the talk they won't talk about you they won't talk about me that is Aiden, what- go ahead and give me an intelligence and law difficulty six hmm? intelligence law that's i have a point of law you I mean, better, I mean, you're a fucking yeah. philodox. Good, <laughs> good, good, good to know that our philodox has one point of law. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. you can spend a yeah, you can spend a willpower on Sorry, this if what's you want the for difficulty? an auto Six, just standard Six. difficulty. Yeah, you know what? I haven't spent willpower yet, and that is completely unlike me as a player. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what should fuck? Where's the what should my temporary rage be? By the way. Uh, you're just at your normal. You're just full, full tank. Yep. Sal leans in and goes, "I'm going to be honest, boss. 
I love this. Everything about it sounds great across uh, the board. Damn it. Same with Gnosis or no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Sal, everybody's starting starting the starting the season at full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, at Sal saying that Mordico very slightly, very very faint smile. That would uh, be three plus the willpower. Three. So four successes total. Yes. I mean, honestly. That's a pretty canny yeah. workaround of the li- it. You you would not be ashamed to argue that in front of in yep. front of a moot, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So two things. One, I'm not just here to stop the talk. I'm here to settle it. But two, and honestly. Not that that doesn't sound good, but I was honestly going to say yes anyways, because unfortunately, I believe in the right thing. Oh, so you're a sucker. Gotcha. Ingvar looks over at Grania. Obviously, this this is dependent on what my pack mates say. Of course. We're a strange one because we vote on some things. Vote on a lot of things. I don't know if anyone knows Mordica well enough to read how she feels about that. (laughs) (laughs) Aiden might be able to tell that she definitely thinks that's a little weird. I mean, she's not judging. She's just, she's just kind of like. Well, that's odd. I mean, not the person, the oddest person at the character is at the table is like. Wow, these guys are the weirdos. I'm the yep. only normal one here. Not judging puts you one up on most crew, as far as I can tell. Uh, Ingvar yeah. definitely immediately puts a fist on the table and just, I am in agreement with this. <laughs> the cutter just excitedly sticks her hand up. Alex? Yep. I'll swing my my uh, bag around and it thuds heavily on the table. <laughs> That's no guitar. <sighs> nope. Well, we roll into a new town. Don't even introduce ourselves. I would assume these three came crashing in through the moon bridge, and we're gonna get involved and go directly against uh, the kind of thing. Even gotta ask. I fucking love it. No, do I don't. It. I don't have to ask, but I'm doing it to because I, I am. I'm all in, boss. I I love this. I I I got a little bit of bad news though. Um, small wonder. Uh, you when you said tree stump, you're talking actual fucking tree stump, right? Monica does not look at Sal until she hears tree stump. She does not recognize that he's calling her small wonder. Uh, I can make it a very nice tree stump. I, yeah, that's like I said, bad news, Lorax. You're getting evicted. Um, I got us all a place to stay. What, you just buy a condo or something? No. I don't know what the fucking real estate market is here. Shitty. No, I got the penthouse at the Four Seasons. <laughs> I want to be angry at you, Sal, and yet I can't. Dakota excitedly hugs him. I don't know what that is, but it sounds fun. You are going to love it. They got a pool. I've never been swimming before. 
Oh, it's going to be fantastic. And it's categorically untrue. Everybody except Grania and uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody who say, knows it. <laughs> you, you, Dakota definitely jumped into a pool at one point in order to get out of the uh, Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I Dakota feel like... forgot about it too. Yeah, yeah I mean, Dakota says that anyway. Right. That's, that's he, maybe Dakota. she didn't consider it swimming so much as like traveling <laughs> through. Escaping, right? yeah. 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 I I also I mean, requested they put a piano for us in the foyer. I'm gonna teach you how to play Careless Whisper on oh the key. Boy. No. Who did he point to at that? You. <laughs> Aiden looks at. Uh, She's at, so excited. And says. Are you sure you don't want a second? You don't want to think this over a little I, bit longer. We're the best group. Join us. Mordigo looks straight at Aiden. She tilts her head back in a way that's clearly like a sign of submission of like to an alpha. Oh dear. No. All right. I, I know what I'm doing. At at, at Dakota's too. <laughs> Ingvar looks over at Aiden and just kind of shrugs like, I don't know what else you want me to do here. Nah. At, at, at Dakota's thing, join us. Sal points and says, don't pay any attention. She makes it sound like a cult. We're actually pretty cool. Wow, I would have thought you were cool cult. if you were a cult. I thought cults cult. dress alike. And then she looks at all of them wearing the same yeah, scarf sounds like that. and goes... <laughs> Noted. Dakota goes, oh, wait, and reaches into her bag. She <laughs> pulls out pull more scarves. Out a scarf and Mordico holds out her hand to take it and slips it into a belt loop. You have taken the this, ritual scarf. Is this one joining us too? She'll point at Grania. I don't know. That hasn't been talked about. No, no, we. What? No. She's with me. We, we already got a glass walker rag about Yes, you're in. No. <laughs> Are you she, she will so. hand you a rainbow boss. scarf as well. All right, that's that's real good, boss. You busted my balls. I appreciate it. No, I'm seriously, it turns to Grania. No, we'll, we'll take application. We'll keep your resume on file. It, Thank you. Grania has already put the rainbow scarf around her neck. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Dakota works really fast. <laughs> this is new Coke bullshit. <laughs> Just in case anybody's wondering, we are members of a of a nation that consider ourselves entirely separate from humanity, that are dedicated to somebody that most of the world doesn't believe in, and try to fight the apocalypse. By any definition, we are a cult. I mean, yeah. along those lines. I kind of think we ought to tag Dusty in on this conversation. It looks like Dustbringer's still sitting on Ingvar's shoulder. Nope. Dustbringer Dustbringer generally does not come into public businesses. Obviously, that's something that needs to be handled, yes. But we're not having that part of it here. We can go somewhere else for that. I did get us a penthouse. I can get to the penthouse. (sighs) Convenient bird access. So the, the know, penthouse is... Uh, Jack, does she know where the Four Seasons is? Uh, give me, Do you have any dots in Streetwise? I don't think so. I don't think she took anything for, for use. Okay, well, Streetwise is just a talent. So go ahead and give oh, yeah, me yeah. Intelligence Streetwise difficulty six. It should it, it should still let you make that roll even if you don't have any dots in it. You said, in, you said what? Intelligence? Intelligence and Streetwise. Diff six. <laughs> Sorry. 
two successes two successes yeah you've done some courier jobs and you you know four seasons you can read english i think yeah right? oh yeah she can read yeah. right so yeah mm-hmm. Her yeah no you you, shitty, you but, you've yeah. got a you've got a rough idea yeah okay, mm-hmm. okay. it's da- it's definitely downtown near the river i think yep okay mm-hmm. so then she says i can get to the four seasons i have a bicycle that i got through completely legal means she says that and you make you sound like it's a joke or a lie. No, I believe but, it. Yeah, it's real. I believe it. I I did drive here. I do have the escalate outside. I can just drive us. Good. We I can fit your totally so. legal bike up on the top. You know, right a buddy of mine totally... used to have a biker bar called Totally Legal Bikes. <laughs> right now her totally legal bike is on the bike rack of my car, so I'm not certain why. Oh, no, because she's not sure if Grania is coming along because Grania <laughs> has her own place. I mean, your 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 car is definitely not fitting my bike on it. So you haven't seen it yet. I didn't mean your car. I meant Cell's uh, car. Fair. All right. Break and meet at the Four Seasons then, I suppose. Yeah, right. if, if Grania's going, Mordico's going with Grania in the car. Uh, Ingvar looks over to Aiden. Because I do not wish to be list, to be listening to uh, Careless Whisper the entire way. Yes, when I ride you can come. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm not also... going to play it the whole way. You I got the Sinatra mix queued up. I listen to good music. I listen to good alpha. music, too. Also, Shotgun. Right? Boxcars, you want to drive? Yes. All right. Toss, uh, also, those want to be in a car accident. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Dakota has called shotgun, and Alex is going to drive. Yep. yep. Yes. Okay. You, 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 you are doing the math correctly, Jack. This is going to be great. <laughs> Ingvar is suddenly very glad that she is riding with Aiden. All righty. Look, they're warriors for Gaia. They can't kill themselves in a car accident. Watch no, them try. Not, not themselves, they can certainly Watch try. Yeah. Uh, I've, got, so, I've yeah. got great insurance and I've been having car trouble. This seems like a problem that's going <laughs> to fix itself real fast. <laughs> <laughs> so Rope Cutter can make a dexterity and drive. Do you have any dots in drive? Uh, you mean boxcars? Uh, no, wait. Oh, yeah. I'm Alex, Alex no, is driving. I'm, Alex is the one I driving. Okay. Yeah, shotgun right. is the passenger so, seat. Jack. Can I? Can I assist? <laughs> I forget how that works in this. Not seat. if you're sitting in the back seat. You can't. But they don't. They call it backseat driving for a reason, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> and it's generally an obstruction, not an assistance. So if you don't have dots and drive, your dex, your difficulty goes up by one. So this is going to be at seven. Okay. Plug and play is still active. I will work the lights from the back. <laughs> Duly noted. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Actually, did I, I can't remember. Didn't we determine that we have some level of controls over other cars with plug and play? It depends on the car. I mean, I, I would you can't, assume... You can't steer or... Yeah, but can you turn this car off yeah. or on? I feel like I feel like that was the, the episode. Yeah, we, we definitely that you can, did you that. Can you can, you can definitely off. turn it off or on, but you can't yeah. steer. That's yeah. that's one thing. You might be able to fuss with the accelerator a little bit by toggling cruise control. Um, but, you know, yeah. Uh, but with one success... Yes. Hey. 
boxcars gets to the four seasons and does it on, only runs over one bush very slightly when she hops a little bit of a curb on a turn coming into the uh to the valet parking that was actually a like from the back seat but actually a very chill driving instructor like very patient very mm-hmm. calm you get to you get a, you get a couple verbal cues at things you know like hey we gotta take a turn up here put uh-huh. on your blinker uh-huh. you know okay. right. uh, oh uh, box bo- 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 guys yeah uh blinker on uh middle finger up and <laughs> um. the jersey way <laughs> oh, yeah. Indeed. Following all instructions. Yep. Including <laughs> the middle finger up. <laughs> Great fun. Oh boy. Dakota, um, roll down or take the color, roll down the window. I need you both fingers out the window. Um, <laughs> That's how you like, show them you well, turn and left. <laughs> D- Dakota is like full on Mr. Beaning out the window. Michelle <laughs> asks well, her too. She's like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. Oh, 100%. Meanwhile, yeah. behind them in my car, I'm just going, who are they flipping off? There's no one else on the road. It's four Ew. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Mordico is definitely looking, like <laughs> genuinely looking to see what they might be seeing. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be much. <laughs> Ingvar has one hand like in a face palm the entire way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and 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 in terms of music, Dakota gets to pick music because that's what you get to do if you're in shotgun. Oh, careless whisper. Oh yes, yeah, so well, favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Ingvar made, made the right call. Yes. All right. So you all pull into the four seasons. They get you checked in. You ride an elevator a long way up. Boxcars. I I would like to stop at the gift shop and get a postcard. Uh, the gift shop's currently closed because it's, it's 4 a.m. <laughs> I go over and look at it. Okay, yeah, you look through the glass. Okay. They've got some postcards in Excellent. there. Excellent. I make a mental note. But they're weirdly like in, they've got like little cellophane envelopes around them, That's which kind of defeats the point of a postcard in your opinion. Yeah. Do I, right. do, do I notice her looking at the postcards? Uh, Yeah. Make a mental note. Doesn't say, yeah, she doesn't say anything about it. Right. But you get uh, a ride up an elevator, checked into a very swanky penthouse suite. It definitely has enough room for everybody. I'll slap um, any, any reaction specifically from Aiden on walking in. Um, he doesn't look unused to this kind of thing. Um, he just sort of walks in, looks around, and walks straight towards the bar. Okay. Um, let's see. How about Ingvar? Ingvar sort of steps in looks around, observes everything. You can very clearly see her looking for points of attack and defense. Uh, And she sort of makes her way over to one of the windows to just sort of get a look down. 
All right. Um, I'll go over to the, I think, over to the bar, which I assume is stocked with oh, yeah. fairly standard choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, sort of slap Aiden on the shoulder, assuming he doesn't dodge out of the way. But coming up from the back, kind of slap Aiden on the shoulder and say, this round brought to you by Glam, bro. Help yourself. And we'll wander off if there's no immediate response. <laughs> He'll pour himself a drink. <laughs> Was that said quietly or loud? Um, not shouted, but I mean, if you're in the if, if you're in the room, you could probably easily hear it. So, like a beat, and then what's Glambro? No, uh, there, there's like a. Like you're like an owl head turn, and, <laughs> oh, and Sal spins around with a big grin and says, "A business opportunity." Now, why don't I get you a drink and we can have a little chat? Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus! Uh, <laughs> requires fair glabros. You know that. Iron uh, to pose for the pictures, now. not to sell the product. The only thing required <laughs> to sell the product. Is a drive and a willingness to succeed and desire <laughs> for success and financial if security. Come on, let's talk like about it. Ingvar, it is. Ingvar, just for the record, you are not allowed to launch any Ponzi schemes. Ingvar. I have no or intention not Ingvar. of. Sorry. <laughs> Sal. Sal. Brain. Sal. You know, people talk about pyramid schemes, but who had pyramids? The pharaohs. And they were wealthy as hell. Anyway. I didn't, I didn't say pyramid. That's legal. I said Ponzi. No, but somebody else just said pyramid scheme. I think Ingvar said pyramid scheme. No, no, it was, it was, it was Alex. Uh, boxcars. Boxcars said it. I was responding to boxcars. Uh, Mordico, you've just walked into... A five-star penthouse suite. Where are you headed? Oh, she has literally come in to that little, like, first part of the entrance where frequently there's, um, you know, sort of a place where there's no carpet and then carpet if there's carpet or there's a shift Mm -hmm. from the entrance to the the hotel. She has crossed that threshold and halted completely. Okay. (laughs) Like she is, she is like, I am in the space. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. So she has stopped entirely. All right. As everybody is sort of filtering out to places and, and areas, you do hear a faint tap, tap, tap on one of the glass panes of one of the exterior windows. Uh, is, it, is it actually an openable window? Because Ingvar was standing next to them to look down. Uh, it's not one of the ones where you're at. Mm. All right. Yeah. Mm. Out on the balcony? Like uh no, there. this one it's it's honestly the least accessible exterior wall. So you've got like a it you've got a balcony, you've got a little bit of an outdoor area, you've got some kind of vista over the 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 city windows. This is the least vista window. <laughs> Where, where Mordico can hear this? Uh, I mean, she's, I mean, okay, right, space, Mor- she can hear. Yeah, right, yeah, Mordico, Mordico has the best hearing of anybody yeah, in this room. Absolutely, so yeah. Which okay, is why so she, she's picking it up before yeah, anybody else She does. can hear it. Where is it in relationship to her? For you, it would basically be walk a little further in, hang a right, and walk down. <laughs> okay, she, she, 
She waits a second to see mm. if anybody else is coming. It's apparently a little more, a little too quiet for anybody else to hear. Yeah, that's, she'll go investigate very okay. quietly. Um, so you begin walking down. There's a couple little side bedroom uh, areas in, mm-hmm. in the suite. And, but at the end of this little passageway is a, is a nice kind of a double shutter window. Mm-hmm. Uh, not like not like a sliding sash, but actual like window out. Um, I forget what those are called. Uh, and perched on the windowsill is an immensely large crow, not a raven. That's just peck peck peck. Mm. Uh, let's see. Can she tell that that's not a normal crow? Uh, give me a intelligence and survival. I'll say. Okay. Or science, if you have whichever one's better. I don't think I have a science, do I? Okay. Uh, so intelligence, survival, difficulty seven. Let me just double check because some of these are weird. Yeah, she doesn't have science. She definitely has. She has a lot in survival. Okay. Are spirits not something you can sense with like primal urge? This is not. A, a, can I tell that this is a spirit? This is. She's just. Can I tell that this a... is a larger than normal mm-hmm. crow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, are, there's anything weird about this? This is, this is an ornithology check, not an occult <laughs> check. <laughs> you, said, you said intelligence and survival difficulty six. Seven. 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 That's what it was. Okay. Two successes. Two successes. Yes, this is a much larger than normal crow. Okay. So can she tell that this is a spirit crow? From that, With, as you get closer. You can, you're picking up a spiritual resonance from this, this animal. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's okay. All right. But they've only said dusty, right. And dust yes, bringer. That's the loud. only thing. That, yeah. I, I don't think they've said dust bringer per se. I think they, I think, I, I, I think I, they only said dusty out loud. I was going to say, I think Sal said dusty out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Said yeah, dusty yeah, sure. yeah. All right. So Mordecai will start to try to say it as loud as she probably thinks will carry for somebody of normal guru hearing. Anybody mm-hmm. who's probably talking might not be able to hear her. There's a crow here. Ingvar looks over. BRs, probably. A springer. Yeah, at, at that, Mordeko will say, do you want me to let Dustbringer in? Hold on, let me take a look first. Yep, yeah, as you look, Aiden. Yep. You, for the first time in a week, there's your totem. You don't get to yell at me yet. And I open the door or open the window. <clears throat> Mordico absolutely steps out of the way as soon as Aiden starts walking towards the, the window. Like she was yep. going to open mm-hmm. it. She 100% moves out of the way. Dustbringer flies in, lands on the bar. Well, a new city. Yep. And uh, I forget. Can anyone not? Can anyone who isn't in the pack understand Dustbringer? Oh yeah, no, he's speaking English. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. From, from off to one side, a talking crow. Yep. Your totem is a crow. Correct. Noted. Hmm. New city and. If you will accept them, a couple new pack mates. The eye kind of oh winks Do I get twice, to looks towards Grania. 
Cockroach. Who, me? Daughter of Thunder. You will need to find someone to perform the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Flutters over, lands on Mordico's head. Hmm? Mordico doesn't move. She lets right. it happen. Mm-hmm. Bends down, grabs a couple strands of hair in the beak and just yanks. Hmm? Yeah, she doesn't even flinch. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of fiddles with him in his beak a little bit. Mm-hmm. Flies over to Garanya. Lands on your shoulder. Gives you a kind of a good firm sharp peck in the temple. Yeah. Just enough for it to sting a little bit. <laughs> yes, these will suffice. Start rubbing the temple where he pecked. There's a brush of a feather across your head in the same spot, sort of. Hmm. Flies back to the bar. Hmm. I will continue your bridge in this city. What do we look for? It's hmm? a good question. Uh, a good bridge. Question. I just look at the group at the rest of them with like a shrug and like I don't know what the what the bar is talking about. Dust runner bridges communications between all of us. useful I mean I said dust runner because I, I was still in stardust fucking <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> dust ringer close close enough you close two enough. are gonna be better I've it's been it's been a few years since I've been here and apparently at least some of the leadership have changed I mean, I don't know much. I only know the Keeper of the Land and uh, our Guardian um, Pack. I'm basically new here, too. They patched me up and then I got hooked with Marco. Is speak to the breeze still among the elders? Could Marco know that? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, and he Mariko uh would be able to tell you the current council of elders is Six Fangs, who's a get of Fenris Arum, speaks to the Braze, who is a child of Gaia Galliard, Brookstream, who is a Shadow Lord Philodox, and Scrambles, who is a Shadow Lord Ragabash. Hmm. So yeah, Aiden, so... In... Yeah. Does 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 Morico give everybody 
Oh yeah, that, Mordigo, that Mordigo just rattles them off. Yeah. Okay. okay Aiden, you those. would notice a very significant absence. Yes. The Silverfang Talon of Heaven. Yeah, where is what happened to Talon of Heaven? That you know is what I spoke of. That has distracted the set. There. Four an months el- ago, they went missing. You're telling an me an elder's pack is the one that went missing. That is what the set is working on. Yes. All the resources are devoted to discovering why they're gone. Sephiroth. That would explain why they didn't care about the silver bullets. Yes. It's a fair reason. Okay. I know Brooke's stream. I know speak to the priest, or I know not well. Sal, Sal just does a thumb up, thumb down gesture, questioningly. Speak to the breeze would probably be our better bet. All right. They might be slightly more. I never took the time really to find out who was pro me or against me. No. I'm playing craps here, but I'm hoping that the, the child of Guy is better on my side than the Shadow Lords. If, Go ahead. if you've, you know, you, you know some of these people and we can maybe get introductions and start talking to people, maybe Dustbringer, I don't know if we want to have you scout generally and see either with you know this I don't know how far away it is um, this group that we're going to be looking into or just over the sept as a whole and see what ripples our arrival has made because we kind of like landed snack dab in the middle of things and told them that we were looking for you Oh, good. Yeah, that was a Ingvar thing. They asked and I answered. So, uh... Generally, you shouldn't directly lie to the guardians of the Sept, so it's fine. I mean, if if talking to the Sept's gonna be tricky or awkward for you, I thumb towards Moriko and myself, we could go talk to them. For sure. And that's not the worst idea in the world to be honest um uh we're also going to just have to get that out of the way at some point do you know the names of the people that you are most worried about uh yes well there's there's some people i just don't know the one that i'm going to be most worried about is uh I, I literally just said the name not long ago. Isabel. Isabel. Uh, Bloodfin. I can find her. She's a Geta Fenris. Uh, Philodox, I think. Galliard. Galliard. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geta Fenris Galliard. Uh, oh, there we go. There's the. Um. Uh, her sister was a Pac-Man. I can find her. If you wish and to know where she is. Her 
kinfolk younger sister was also kind of associated with the fact and also died. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is so this is this is sounding less like a want to find them and more want to avoid situation, Moriko. If you know oh, where she they 100% are, she one hundred percent wanted me dead. I just don't know if she still does. If you know where she is, you know where not to go. You, personally, correct. But I have a feeling I'm good. I know where I want. I know where I don't want to go alone. I'm gonna have to talk to her at some point. Understood. I want to talk to her at some point. No, we got your back. I will be with you if you need me. Also, probably worth asking. I mean, New Coke and Small Wonder here have been in town for a while. Either you heard uh, Perfect Storm here on anybody's lips, gesturing to Aiden. You know, New Coke is more appropriate than you think. Yeah. I was like, Mordecai missed it entirely. She wasn't paying attention to Sal because it's not a it's not a phrase she recognizes yet for Sal talking to her. Yeah, and goes, I apologize. He just nicknames everybody. You're just lucky I'm not going with Stormy Daniels for you. Anyway. Oh, oh wait. Um, for, hey, for for Mordecai be... or for him? No, no, no. For for, for, for Storm's oh, for Storm's for, oh, Dawn over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. For Aiden. Okay, yeah. Storm Okay. He referred to Aiden just now as as Perfect Storm, but yeah, calling oh, you new one, uh, small wonder, and calling Grania new coke. Okay, so then yeah, she'll because... look at she'll look she'll look to Sal. I am small wonder. Yeah, that's right. She gives him a look that's the closest she's gotten to eye contact. You said your name was Sal? Salvatore Moraro, yeah. She smiles, like a real smile. Saru, yes, that fits. And that is where we're closing for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye, For the record. And for the record. just starts laughing. <laughs> Sal just goes, salute to you too. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>